Hey guys, welcome back to the Gossip Hour podcast. Um, today we have a really special episode. We're going to be talking about dating apps and all of our fun stories, but also we have a special guest today. Um, her name's Vanessa. She's the host of On the Rocks podcast. Um, yeah. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. We're so excited to have you. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about your podcast and who you are? Yeah. So my name is Vanessa. My, um, wait, what? I am from San Diego, California. I live in San Diego. I'm 21 years old, almost 22. Um, I like to say that, you know, to preface that I'm (laughs) out of that phase of my life. You know what I mean? Um, but I have a podcast It's called on the rocks and there we talk about dating life. Um, relationships, college, kind of just like everything. I kind of run through, it's like a personal diary of my life as a 20 something where I um, try to create community for others who feel as though, you know, they want to have those deep uh, conversations about what life is actually like. And this shit is hard sometimes. So um, I, yeah, I've been doing it for about six months now. I'm a communication major at San Diego State University. So it inspired me to like start a podcast and um, I'm into public speaking and things like that. So it's just kind of in my bones to be able to, um, you know, talk forever and no one has to tell me to stop when I'm podcasting. Mm -hmm. So it's fun and I love it. So I'm so excited to be here and talk about dating because it's like my main thing. I love it. Yay. We're so happy to have you. We have a few questions on both of our ends, but I guess we first wanted to start out with what is your favorite dating app and why? Oh, so my favorite dating app is Hinge. And yes. it wasn't for a long time. I thought Hinge was overrated and I was like, oh, it seems like too much work. There's so many prompts and like, ugh, like it just seems too much. I used to use Tinder when I was like 18, freshman year of college. Um, and I've met some of my my boyfriends on Tinder. It's the only place I've ever met someone I've had a relationship with, which is odd considering the premise. Um, but Bumble is like too much effort. I don't love reaching out first, you know, but Hinge is like, I feel like it's the perfect combination of both of the apps um, and it allows for better conversation. No, I agree. We're obsessed with Hinge. I think Ken's and I are just like obsessed with Hinge. So we're so happy you said that. <laughs> no, yeah, my totally. my cousin actually met her current boyfriend on Hinge and I didn't really know what it was, but I think it was like last summer I was down the shore with her and she was like talking to this guy and I noticed that it was like this weird like purple like message. And I'm like, what is that? She's like, Oh, like I'm on, like I met him on Hinge. I'm like, literally, what is Hinge? And then that's when I figured it out. And I used it before, but then I kind of just like, I don't know. You know how when you like go on, an, you could go on like Tinder or something for like a week, and then you're like, okay, never mind. You yeah, it goes in phases for yeah. me for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I did that, and then I don't know. Somehow I went back to it, and then I was I, Jamie. I feel like I told you maybe I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like I told you that I started using it, and then you were like, wait, and then you yeah. started using it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we both go yeah. to Temple University, and we're not roommates, but. We live like down the street from each other, I guess. And I feel like we would just have nights where we judged people on Hinge. That sounds really bad, but like, I don't know. <laughs> Senior year, that's really all we did. 
Um, That's so cool. I have a friend who goes to Temple too, and she has a podcast. <gasps> oh my gosh, what? That's amazing. Yeah, I'll have to send you guys her information. We're yeah, really maybe I know her. That's Temple. so cool. Wait, I love that. I love wow. the connection. Yeah, that's Small such world. a. It really is. All right. Yeah. So, with Hinge, I just want to talk about what is your worst experience if you have one at all. Oh, so. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've had really good experience on any dating app I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like I know how to like kind of go through the the losers and kind of get <laughs> to the ones who are, you know, <laughs> the date's going to be good and you can have good conversation. Um, I've had a few bad dates, but I feel like interestingly enough, I have a Zoom series or like um, a podcast series and I titled it Love at First Zoom. So essentially, I bring guys on from dating apps, which are like Bumble and Hinge, and um, they'll say yes to come on the podcast, and I interview them for like an hour, and then we ask (laughs) each other questions, and it's like a date. We have wine and whatever. Maybe we take a shot. I've done that before. Um, But one thing about that is it's been so fun, and I've had really great experiences, but I have had a few duds. And it makes it really interesting when you're preparing, like, you know, this is going to be a podcast. You'd think that they would show their best side, right? Mm -hmm. Like they would come on ready to perform kind (laughs) of thing. And I've had like two. And one of them is an actual episode I uploaded where the guy was just a jerk. Like, and I edited out most of his jerkiness. Whoa. But like, it was just like, he was kind of mean to me. And he was older than I was. He was 27. Um, and I'm 21. So it's a big gap. But he was like, oh yeah, you're young. You'll, you'll figure it out one day. Like, oh you're just God. getting into the drinking world. You have no clue what you're doing. Oh, you go to this lake? Like, you're a loser. Like, it was just bizarre. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, it was insane. And so I actually uploaded it and I left it as is for the most part, except for the parts where I like I clapped back because I felt like I didn't want to come <laughs> off as a jerk. Um, but yeah, it's also like negatively impacted my dating life, I feel like, because mm-hmm. I am using it as like, you know, a platform on these dating apps. And I'm like, hey, I'm actually just here to, you know, get podcast guests. Sorry. Um, <laughs> guys are like, they're like, what? Like, this is weird. And then people kind of will like see my picture over and over and be like, oh, she just wants me to be on her podcast. Like, she doesn't want to actually go on a date. And I'm like, wait, mm. I'm still single. Call me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been interesting. I, that's the, the only thing. Like, if you talk to someone older and they act like they're so much older, I'm like, you're literally three years older than me. But they'll be like, oh, like, yeah, like, it's nice to make real money, but like, you'll figure it out. Like, I just, like, I hate that. Like, I'm like, shut up. Like, it's shut so up. patronizing. It's just like unnecessary. Like, if you, why is your age range set to 21 if you're going to yeah. have a problem with it? Yeah. I remember one guy was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I thought maybe I'd be a little too old for you. I'm like, you're 24. I'm about, like, you're literally, like, two, three years older than me. Like, what? I was like, And you're probably the same maturity level, like, that I was when I was 17. Yeah, and I'm like, then why are you speaking to me? Men just cause, like, unnecessary drama. I feel like without them in my life, I'm just significantly better. I don't know. (laughs) It's just what I totally agree. It's just I so totally true. Agree. Like whenever I, I'm in a group chat with a bunch of like other podcasters 
we're talking today about like a girl's ex that she accidentally like charged a bunch of money on his car for an Airbnb. (laughs) And um, it was like an ex-boyfriend from a year ago. And she like had to text him and be like, hey, sorry, I accidentally charged $800 to your car (laughs) and you're getting a refund, I promise. But um, there it is. And um, well, I was like reading these messages and I was like, you know what? I don't have a man in my life right now and or any exes I communicate with. And I'm so glad about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much unnecessary drama and, and like just pressure that I don't need. Yeah. If one of I my agree. ex-boyfriends texted me and tried to talk to me, I would be like, why? Like at this point, I'm done being too nice. I'm just like, why are you talking to me? What is this? What are you gaining from this? tell me because I don't think you know like at this point I'd rather just be straight up I need I need to know the truth <laughs> it's too much but totally I totally feel that I don't know dating apps especially in college Ken's knows I lived across the street from a guy that I dated for two ish no I guess like a year and a half and we were neighbors and now um on Friday, I'm actually going back to just get the stuff out of my apartment. So hopefully, uh, we don't see each other. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, is that is not he mortifying? Is yeah. he there right now? He is. I or do, do you not know? No, because he doesn't really use social media, and I was being crazy. True. I'm about to expose myself. I'm kind of low-key crazy, and I had his, like, location on Snapchat from when we were dating, and so when we broke up, I was the only one who could see his location, and then I was like, I'm being kind of crazy, and then I unfriended him. <laughs> Good. Good. So, um, I finally unfriended an ex from over two, like, we broke up over a year ago, and I finally unfriended him on everything, like, yes. Bye. but it took me a year. Wow. Like, a whole year. No, I feel that though. I felt like this connection that I was like, I need to know what he's doing. I need Mm -hmm. to know if he moves on. But when I unfriended him, I was like, oh my God, I feel so relieved. Like, I don't have to know. And there's no way I can know anymore. And like, I can, I don't have to think about it. You know, I felt that way too. Like, I don't know. I guess because it was a part of my life for so long it was who I was talking about and bringing up in conversations like Ken's can attest to this like in all my <laughs> conversations I would like drop his name it's like we weren't we haven't been dating for six months shut up and <laughs> I don't know now that like I don't I muted him on Instagram because like I don't want to unfollow him no bad blood like I still think he's a really cool guy whatever but I don't know just like not seeing his stuff has made me feel alive and better about myself so love that I actually have like a super quick story because you mentioned that you like lived lived across the street from someone you dated right yeah so I've never had that experience with anyone I've dated like anyone I've seriously dated like ended up moving out of state and like they don't live in San Diego anymore someone I casually dated you know might be here I've been on you know a bunch of dates whatever they're here but I don't ever think about the fact that I'm going to see them Mm-hmm. until yesterday where I just got out of like a situationship before quarantine ended and I was like super into him and like he like broke my heart like I was so upset and oh. I am good now because I've had time to think about it and like we've rekindled and like I'm over it but my roommate texted me yesterday and he lives about like 30 minutes from where I do 
like in a totally different part of San Diego. So I didn't ever think I'd see him again. Like maybe <laughs> I'd run into him, but like not right now. My roommate goes, I just saw blank in this area. She was like on a run and saw him walking in a neighborhood he does not live in. And I was like, oh my god and it's like really close to where I live and if I see this man it's gonna be the end of the world like how am I gonna function so it just like I totally had a weird moment yesterday when I was like this is a possibility and I'm going to have to be okay with it crazy it's so weird because you don't know like what are you supposed to say like hey that's what I do every time it's really weird I'm like hey what's up the little wave. wave so weird with- I feel so weird but like I don't want to be like I don't pretend I like pretend I don't see you because then that's awful like there's no way to handle the situation correctly I feel like totally totally <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird all right so I guess let's get into some really good situations that you've had from hinge because I know Ken's and I have had a few ish <laughs> oh, question like uh what I've had that was been a really great experience. Yeah. Okay. So hmm, I guess my podcast has been a great experience. Like my most recent guest I ended up going on like a few socially distant dates with, which was cool. Um I don't know. I think I've had good experiences in the sense where like every experience is teaching me something. Like, I would learn from the person that I'm talking to and, like, sort of try to figure out, like, my dating style, my type, you know, kind of, like, who I'm into, what I will and won't accept, things like that. I feel like I've learned the most about, like, myself through dating Um, and even, you know, on virtual dating apps. I mean, I think every conversation is teaching you something and it's a lesson and, and every date is the same way. So I guess that's what I would say for that. I, I feel that. like that's, I feel like that's true. I feel like people always be like, oh, like what's your type? And I'm like, I don't have one, but like, I clearly like do, but like, oh, I do. <laughs> like, I, I always say like, I don't have one, but I know I do. I just don't think I can ever like pinpoint it. Like I, or it's either that or I just don't want to admit, like, I don't know. No, totally. Yeah, like I when feel like people my type has changed. Like I had yeah. a very large. I was like super into the big buff military men because that's like really a big thing in San Diego. Oh. Um, and then all of a sudden, I started getting into these like tall, scrawny guys. <laughs> Me. And I like never thought. Okay, I was the person who was like, I don't like tall, skinny white men. Like I'm just not into it. Like I just. Or like any man. I'm just like, no, I don't like the tall skinny. I want them to be able to throw me over their shoulder. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and recently I feel like every guy that I've dated like looks like little Dickie. Like if you know little Dickie. <laughs> I met like- him once. <laughs> no way. That's yeah. So cool. When we won the Super Bowl, we won the Super Bowl our sophomore year of college, the Eagles, and I went outside to walk and I was deathly ill. I had like strep throat, but I was like, this is history. I look over on Broad Street, and I'm like, to my friend Brett, I'm like, is that little Dicky? It was, and he was like, can you just, like, be quiet? Where was he? On Broad Street, just randomly in the crowd, swear, so weird. We got, oh like, my God. oh, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's little Dicky. I haven't had one single drink tonight, and I just know that that's him. I was like, what's happening right now? So. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw this tweet once that said, um, 
every boy that I like is the same, but in a different font. And I feel like that's (laughs) me. And literally all the guys I like kind of look the same and it's spooky. I don't know. I feel like it's not okay. Probably. Like the last three guys I've dated have been like six, five volleyball players and like (laughs) high school, uh, college volleyball players and like have curly hair. And wait, wait, that's amazing. I want to date a guy who's six, five. I'm into the tall men. Yeah. Even hinge knows now. Every time I get up most likely <laughs> to match with, they're like over six foot. And I'm like, wow. thank you, Hinge. Like you know. <laughs> I feel like that's, I need that. That's one thing, like short men. I I it I can't I cannot wrap my head around when someone is short. Like it's something I cannot get past. It's like something at it's all. really hard to get past. And I wish I was better. And I know that internally, if I were to meet a short man that I loved with all of my heart, I would marry him. Like I would be okay. But yeah. until then, I will choose to opt for the taller men. <laughs> the taller men, even if they are hideous, are very much egotistical in the sense where they just think they're hot shit. But if you yeah. get a shorter man, he's going to love you regardless. Like, honestly, you know? yeah, that's kind of yeah. facts. That is kind of facts because I feel like every tall, cute boy I've met has been mean to me. And I'm like, I am afraid of you. And then my ex-boyfriends have all been like five, six. <laughs> like, okay. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I feel like I've heard that there's a statistically proven that shorter men are mu- more likely, less likely to get divorced. Shorter really? men are less likely oh. to get divorced. Wow. I, that could be, I could be literally pulling that out of my ass right now, but I have a feeling. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> okay, I yeah. really never want to get married. <laughs> I don't think. And Ken's is like the I total agree. opposite. I genuinely don't know, as an only child, if I could share a bed with a man for the rest of my life. That does I'm not sound. Oh my and god! Yeah, the same way, right? Especially now that it's summer. Yeah, I think about the thought of like I'm getting a little warm in my bed. I get a little like ugh, uncomfortable sometimes because it's really hot here sometimes thinking about having to cuddle up <laughs> close to a man right now is appalling like appalling. <laughs> well I hate cuddling in general like literally don't touch me just I like no like sleeping next to a man no I can't do it I'm like get I'm sorry but like get off me like I need my space <laughs> and like I want to get married I do but that part eh. I don't know. I'm okay. kind of upset about it, but I just okay. want a ring. Like I want a nice fat Kim Kardashian ring. <laughs> Call it a day. We can be engaged for the rest of our lives. Like it's fine. That's fine. Same. I feel like sometimes like I want to get married and other times I'm like, do I want to have to talk to the same person every day? But <laughs> I think it's because I haven't met the person that I'd be willing to do that with. That's when true. I do, that's I'm going to be like, wife this up. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's true. I, know. I like sit here. I'm like, okay, like when is it going to happen? My mom's like, I was married at 26. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. And I'm like, talk about my wedding. She's like, you don't even have a boyfriend. I'm like, Oh, so I, that means I can't know what I want for my wedding? Like, <laughs> hey, crazy. coronavirus is stealing our hot girl 20s from us and really taking away the opportunities of men that we can even meet. So I'm kind of disappointed about that. You know what? I think it's a blessing in disguise because every man in their 20s right now is a not, not ready for 
what we have to bring. So That's if we true. do have to miss a year or two, like I'm okay because they're going to come back better and ready for a relationship. So yeah, I feel like either they don't want a relationship at all or they're like aggressively clingy. Like it's like, like I was in the beginning of quarantine, I was talking to this guy I'm from Hinge and he like lived in Philly and I was like at home and everything was fine and then like we talked for like two weeks and then one night we're like texting and he's like he's like well actually he just kept saying like I want to see you like blah blah and I'm like haha like yeah like just entertaining I'm like oh yeah like soon but this is like right when quarantine happens so I was like whatever then he's like he's like text me he's like I'm drunk and alone because he like has one roommate but his roommate has a girlfriend so he's like by himself I'm like oh that sucks like I'm like oh (laughs) and he's like being so weird he's like I just want to be with you like no one like I forget he was like I just want to spend time with you like I just want to be with you like (laughs) nobody ever wants to spend time with me I'm like whoa first of all where did this come from like I don't like this and I literally answered, and I'm kind of mean, but, like, I couldn't do it. I was, like, because ca- he kept saying, like, no one wants to be with me. And I was, like, stop saying that. And he's, like, it's true. I'm going to be alone forever. I just want to be with you. And I literally went, you don't even know me. We- I've never met you. I was, like, you don't even know me. He's, like, you're right. I'm sorry. And I was, like, it's – I literally responded, it's fine. LOL. And then he never texted me again. But I'm, like – what I could it was just too weird for me I was like you don't even know who I am I talked to you for literally a week and you're like I just want to be with you like no you don't you know nothing about me not a single thing and why is it the guys that are the most clingy or the most unattractive like I don't know what it is but like when guys are so clingy and that's like all they want to do is be with you it's like all right, but the guys who don't want anything to do with you are like, <laughs> that's the one, and then you get insane, and it's all downhill from there. Yeah, True. I, don't, I just think, okay, that guy needs therapy. That's all I know, <laughs> but I also would like to know why we like guys who don't want to be with us. Like, what is that? Or guys who are, like, mean to you? What's up with that? I don't get it because me, all the guys, especially, like, at school – Like, I feel like all the guys I went for are, like, losers, and they were mean to me and, like, frat boys. Right, Kens? True. They were literally all frat boys. Yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah. Like, depressing. So sad. Why is that my life? I think it's just, like, because you think about, I feel like it's because you think about how they don't want you, and, like, all you want is for them to actually want you. Yeah. Like, it really just, like, keeps you, and, like, if it's someone that was, like, oh, my God, I want to be with you, it's, like, boring. Like, you're like, okay, then, like, I can. <laughs> you're like, like wait, so then you what actually- else? Like, so what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true. You're right. I don't know. I feel like that's how it is. Okay, really. so I want to know your guys' opinion on, do you think guys with no social media are, like, mm. the best kind of guys or no? Um... Uh, I don't know because I feel like I don't, I feel like I don't like when people are like, I hate social media and it's stupid because like, it's such a big Mm. thing in the world. I don't care if you don't post all the time, but like at least have social media. Yeah. Because then it's like, 
I feel like they're too, like, they think they're cool because they don't like it. And it's, yeah. like, just not a thing. And I love social media. And then I feel like we'd get in fight, like, fights. Like, not fights, but, like, I don't know. Like, I just I don't feel like, like it would that. cause a rift. Like, there would be yeah. something off with, with you two. Yeah. 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 And, like, it sounds dumb. But, like, when you think about it, like. No, it's true. Like I had a um, Zoom date. It's one of my episodes. Homeboy had a flip phone. He oh yes, I phone. saw that. I saw that on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and he used Bumble on his desktop. Shut oh up. my is, god, it's precious to me. But he's just like anti anti social media. Like he he choose he chooses to have a flip phone, like because he doesn't want to be connected to his phone, which I think in a way is really ad- admirable. I'm like, wow, I really wish that I didn't care so much about my public perception. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it's important to have. But I do think the guys that are the best are the guys who have social media and don't post. And like what they do post, they kind of don't look great in it. Because when you meet them, they're probably better looking. And they also don't care or give a shit about what people think about them. Yep. That's important. And I noticed like a lot of guys from the South, since I live in San Diego, a lot of South Southern transplants come here for the military mm-hmm. and they're all like that. And like, I mean, they tend to be decent guys for yeah. the most part, but the guys who post on their story every day is what's oh. concerning to me. I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't yeah. want to do a follow day in my life with Andrew or whatever his <laughs> name is. Like, <laughs> I'm okay. I think it's like nice to have that like little like, like anticipation or like, um, not, I don't know the word, but when you're like looking at their profile, like, who, who is it? Mystery. That's what it is. Yes, I agree. But I also feel like it depends on what they post. Like if they post a lot, but it's like funny, like this one guy that I actually met on Hinge, he's like not even that cute, but he was so funny. Like his profile was so funny. And I was like, I, I, I just have to do it. And then I added him on Snapchat. He makes the funniest stories. Like I genuinely laugh at them. Like those are fine. Like Jamie, I sent you that one. He just like, he literally took a picture on like self timer of himself in like this cheetah like button down with like finger guns. I don't even remember the captions. Like he just posted like the randomest things. Like all his captions are funny, and I genuinely like will watch his stories. Like they're funny. No, that's so, great. I think it's like people who are like ta- like taking it way too seriously. That it's like oh yeah okay no yeah but, yeah the funny ones like that's the best. And I feel like I take inspiration and I try to make my social media like the same way. I'm like it needs to be funny and yeah. like quirky, and I don't want to take myself too serious. You know, I feel yeah. that. I don't know. I yeah, dated like- a, I dated a guy with um an Android, the one oh, that I lived God. across the street from. Here we go, Ken. Yeah. Let's get it. Um, <laughs> and he would always yell at me because I'm addicted to my phone, but I don't know what you want from me as a media studies and production major. That's yeah. like my life. Like I study media. I don't know. And I am a bit addicted to my phone. And I think that maybe dating him made me disconnect a little, but like in a good way, like I learned a lot from that relationship in like a good way, but also yeah. Definitely very interesting dating a guy with an Android. Like, we would Facebook Messenger FaceTime. <laughs> no, you would email him when he didn't answer. Yeah, when he wouldn't answer his phone, <laughs> I was like, oh, I know he's studying. Like, I know he'll answer my email. This sounds so psychotic. But I would email him, and I'd be like, hey, are you at the library still? Like, you're not answering guys. <laughs> and he'd be like, I didn't even look at my phone. Like, hey. So I'm that crazy, but it's fine. And, yeah. 
so android boys like it's so weird because he was so much cuter like not on social media like he's not very photogenic like what you said like they yeah. definitely have. it's true <laughs> he knows it he put on his i found him on tinder and his yeah i'm crazy oh he's on uh, tinder too that's like a red flag yeah i was like oh hey because i was like my he friend my friend matched with him and he knows that she's my friend like it was a whole crazy thing that happened he definitely like doesn't meet anyone from it though i just don't think he would I don't know. Maybe not. I could be wrong. But all I have to say but. is his bio is, I have a trampoline in my backyard and I look better in person. So he knows. He knows. <laughs> so it's not like I'm shit talking him because I'm not. We're good. Um. <laughs> but I don't know. I just genuinely feel like the disconnection, like I think there needs to be a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Like, I have I- an iPhone, but don't use it. Like just do that. Yeah, like, I've never been in a relationship or, like, even talked to a guy who I've been very skeptical about. Like, I can't imagine – I don't know. This is just me, but, like, I can't imagine even, like, suspecting someone, like, cheating on me or lying. And I don't know how I would handle that because I'm sure I'm probably going to have to face it later on in life. I'm like, I I hope not. (laughs) Okay, men, you never know. And it's probably true. (laughs) But, like – I don't know how I would ever handle that. Like, I'm thinking now because I feel like so many of my friends have been through that. I'm like, oh, my God. I think I would just cry. I know. I think about that all the time. I think my last relationship, I remember, I think I got cheated on and it had no clue. Like, I remember it was like six months through and he came home, he came home from the bar one day because he was like staying here 90% of the time. Um, oh, he went, he didn't come home that night and went <gasps> back to like where he lived, Ooh. but he lived with me. He lived somewhere else, right? So we went back there and then the next morning- He's like texting someone. And then I'm like, we're about, we're taking a nap and he's asleep. And I hear his phone like buzz a bunch. And I think he's getting a call. So I look at it and it's this random number. And it's like, what are you wearing? Or I mean, I don't know. Oh, shirtless question mark. I bet you look great. And I was like, <gasps> and so I wake up. I've never told anyone this story. Oh my God. So I'm <laughs> honored. Thank you. And I grab my phone. I grab his phone and I look at it and I'm like shaking him to wake up. But he was like dead ass asleep. And I'm like, who is this? And like yelling. And then I <laughs> throw the phone at him because I didn't open it. I knew his password, but I didn't open it because I had no suspicion that he would be cheating. Like he was very loyal, very honest. And I see that and I'm like, what the hell? And so I leave my house and I like drive away and he runs after me. It was like a movie. It was a movie. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So I drive down the street and I like park and I call my friend and I'm like crying. It's like I ran away from home. Like it was insane. (laughs) Literally me. Something I I would do. I didn't know how to handle it. Like I might emotionally like couldn't physically handle it. So he like calls me a bunch of times. I'm like, fuck you. Like now I answer them. Whatever. So I come back and I'm like, explain it. And he, he's, I was like, show it to me again. He was like, I deleted it sketchy so sketch and then he's like you know what like I started getting these messages last night when I was at the bar with my friends and we were laughing about it because it seems like a bot like a porn bot that's been texting me and I'm just fucking with it and I'm just like responding and I was like oh you are such a liar oh my my god like there was no way but it was a really good excuse and I was like so in love with him and naive that eventually I forgave him because wow. I don't think I necessarily, like, I believed him. I believed him. Like, I don't know what it was about me that I was like, oh, no. But now I'm looking back, 
And I dated him for about six months after that. And then he broke up with me, whatever. Okay. We don't, we need to get into it, but, um, yeah, I think I got freaking cheated on like in some aspect, at least emotional cheating. Like at least he yeah. met him at the bar, got their number and has been texting them. That is like the craziest. Like, how did he come up with that excuse? I would love to know. Yeah. I would have been like, <laughs> because I was like, there's no way he could be lying because that is the most absurd excuse <laughs> yeah. in the world. True. Yeah. I'm just crazy though. I'd be like, really? How many times have you ever seen that happen in real life? That's like, why I said to him, oh my God, it never happens. I was like, I, I, it was like a whole week escapade. And then yeah. eventually <laughs> I was like, you know what? I didn't see any evidence, but I wasn't 21 yet. And he was, he was like 22, 23. And so he would go to like, what is now my favorite bar. And now that I've been to that bar, like the first time I was at that bar, I was like, yep, he cheated. Like that was like, there's no way. Like, (laughs) you did not cheat. So, I mean, but I mean, you live and you learn now. I'm going to be like, get out. Yeah. That's (laughs) how I feel. I'm like, now there's like, no, like, I feel like I'm wise now. I mean, only at 22, but still, I'm like, I don't have time to put up with whatever you're lying about. I don't know. Yeah. No. It was just crazy. I've never told anyone that story. So here you we're, go. We're so honored. Our <laughs> listeners are going to love this. Love My ex-boyfriend's going to listen and be like, oh, she knows. <laughs> um, I feel like I kind of want to get into Tuna Man. Should I get into Tuna Man? Yes. Okay. So I've been wanting to tell this story. (laughs) I'm waiting for this moment. (laughs) Yeah, I have. Okay. I met this guy on Hinge. Okay. We never met though, but it's fine because we will, because I'll just, I'll explain. Okay. So there's this guy on Hinge that I called Tuna Man because we matched because he said that his most, um, I guess like the biggest risk he ever took was like ordering a tuna sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts. And then he ate it and then got, like, super sick. And he was, like, it was so crazy. And now, like, the sandwich is discontinued. And so I I started my conversation with him, like, wow, that's, like, really scary and spooky and I'm nervous for you. So we started talking, whatever, and he wasn't really good at answering Hinge. And I got his number because he was, like, I really want to talk to you. Like, here's my number. And I was, like, oh, my God, it's crazy. Okay. So I'm texting him, blah, blah. He lives in New York City, but he's from Massachusetts. And for some reason, I just like love boys from Massachusetts. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, like I thought I met when I met Jamie, she told me that like when we became friends. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. Like I was like, she's lying. Like strictly boys from Massachusetts. She's not lying. I'm not lying. True. It's like a common theme in my life. Like I'll meet them and I'm like, I kind of like them. And I'm like, where are you from? And they're like, Massachusetts. And I'm like, that makes so much sense right now. (laughs) So weird. And I'm amazing. It's so weird. And I'm from Jersey. So it's like, why? I don't know. Whatever. So he lives in New York City and that's where I want to get a job. I want to do like editing stuff, whatever. I'm going to, I want to move there in like a year. But he was like, I'd really love to take you out to dinner. And I was like, what? Like, boys don't do that anymore, I feel like. So when boys are nice to me, I'm like, that's really surprising. I'm shocked. Um, But anyway, yeah, basically, Tuna Man, um, he lives on. We shared Spotify playlists, but. He lives on. Because we don't really That's a big move. Yeah. Spotify playlist sharing is like. 
we're dating. Like, wipe okay, me up right, right now. Literally, he was like, wow, we're so cute doing that. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. And everything was going great. But just because we're in quarantine, like, I, we didn't want to text each other every day, I guess. So it like kind of yeah. burnt out. But I think that my move is like when I go to New York City and get a job, I will text Tuna Man and say, I don't know what you're doing in life right now, but if you're single, we should grab some drinks. And that's what I'm going to do, guys. Mark my words, but that's the story. He's your soulmate. I feel, I feel connected to this story, and I think yeah. he's your soulmate. <laughs> I love him, and he's also like an only child too. And I'm like, wow, vibes. But like only child syndrome, like up, up the, yeah. up the ramp. Like that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my story of Tuna Man. Um, I miss him, Tuna Man. If you're listening, he's not. Um, text me. But he's does not. he know about your podcast? Wait, <laughs> he has you no told idea. Anyone about your podcast on your dating apps? No. no, but I should. It's a move and it's also not. Okay. Like, <laughs> I think it's interesting. If if you put it out there and people are like, that is so cool. Don't tell them what your podcast is because then they're going to listen and know everything about your life. Mm-hmm. I told the last guy True. I was dating, the one my friend saw the other day um, and the one who, you know, we broke up, whatever. Um, I told him my podcast like early on, like after the first date. I wake up after the night, the morning after the first date, right? And mm-hmm. I had gone really late into the night. So I wake up the next morning and I'm like at work. It's super early. And I get a text and he's like, so I've listened to three episodes of your podcast this morning. Oh my God. Oh no. And at that point I was only like six episodes in. So it was like very intimate. Like I talk a lot about like my personal life, my breakups, like what I expect from men and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, like, I feel like I know everything about you now. And I was like, oh, no. Good. Oh. And, and I had, like, five episodes. So he had listened to five hours of my voice after the first date. Oh, and that should have been the moment where I blocked. Like, I shouldn't have <laughs> let myself go through these months of turmoil. I should have just said no. You know? It was insane. Guys. That's a lot. And the fact that he, likes. Because sometimes, like, when I listen to podcasts, like, I'm listening, but I'm not, like, really in-depthly listening to what people are saying. But clearly, he was, like, focusing in on, like, your life. He gave me (laughs) reviews on each episode, like, (gasps) in-depth notes about how he felt about the podcast. It was so spooky. So weird. That reminds me of you. That Netflix show, You. Yeah. yeah. Yep, he didn't kill me. He just broke up with me. So, yeah. <laughs> Same thing in my book. <laughs> okay. Um, I have another question, actually. So with using all these, like, dating apps and stuff, and I know you go to San Diego State, um, do you ever see them on campus? Like, is it weird? Do you ever Have you ever had, like, a weird interaction? So I don't see them on campus because I don't love frat boys, which is an unpopular opinion. And I love that um, for you. Because they're shorter than me. So. <laughs> it can't be like that, honestly. Um, but also, I just know that they have so many options at State where I'm just like, I'm good. I tend to go for a little bit older, like post-college. Like, I think my age range is like 23 to 27. Um, just because I know that, like, my maturity level is not at the maturity level of another 21-year-old man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I once, right after my big breakup with the guy who I suspect cheated on me, um, we had like this really dramatic breakup and I was so torn apart about it. And um, so 
about a week after we had broken up, I was like, it's time again. Like I'm getting on the dating apps. And I was 100% not ready, like at all, not ready for the dating apps. But I went back on, I think it was Hinge. And I went on a date down to the beach or something. And we like walked around. And then I was like, I'm never going to talk to this man again. (laughs) So (laughs) the uh, second time I had ever been out to the bars when I turned 21, um, it was a few months after I'd gone on that random date. And I'm like dancing around. And it was like super late. And I was, you know, not well. So (laughs) I was with a bunch of friends. And he, like, I'm in the middle of the mosh pit. This man approached me and he's like, Vanessa, oh my God, hi, how are you? And I'm like, do I know you? Like, I don't, I didn't remember his face, his name. And he goes, I think his name was like Anthony. He's like, Anthony, Anthony, like that's my name. And he's like yelling it in my ear. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So anyway, yeah, I, he was like, well, when I'm uh, not, not trashed, I'm going to call you and we're going to go on a second date. And I was like, no, we're not, buddy, but all right, like, okay. So I've seen a few out of the bars, like even guys I've been on th- second, third dates with, we all go to like this one bar in San Diego because they're all like military men typically. I'm trying to get out of that phase. <laughs> I told you I'm in, I'm out of the military. I'm going to the little dickies. Like I'm, <laughs> I love that. But we all go to this country bar in San Diego and I see them all every, every time I go. I'm like, like surrounded by my hinge dates. It's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> That's literally the horse for me. We have a bar called the horse at Temple and like every guy I've hooked up with ever is just there. And I'm like, hey, what's up guys? What's going on? I feel like I'm friends. I'm like more friends with the guys I've hooked up with than guys I've dated. <laughs> yeah, because it's like fun. It's like we we both kind of know about each other a little bit, like too much more than we should know. But like, I don't yeah. care about you personally. So this yeah. can be funny. It's like, I've yeah. seen you naked. You've seen me naked. It's fine. Vulnerable like states. A, camar- a camaraderie. Like, it's yeah. just very cool. Yeah. Honestly, it is. I just, like, ugh, I miss the bars, you guys. Like, I oh my coronavirus God. is out here infecting people, and I miss the bars, but I shouldn't be complaining <laughs> about it because people are literally dying. But, you know. Yeah. But it's, it's totally fine. I totally get it. The bars yeah. here are kind of open. Um, majority of them are open, Whoa. which is weird. But you can't get up and walk around. You just sit there. So it's oh. like, why the hell? I could just drink at home. No one's going to be yeah. able to approach yeah. me anyways. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's literally no point. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, quarantine is hitting me hard. I'm getting my hair done finally next week. So Ooh. very excited for my hairdresser to fix me up because- Have you guys thought about cutting bangs? Like, have you gotten to that point yet? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I have. I'm like every day. I think about it a little bit more. Oh um, my god! <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it. Don't worry literally just it. call us because we will talk you out of it. Because that ledge is. I have not- like a bunch of breakage in the front, and sometimes I just like cover my face, and I'm like, this is what I would look like. <laughs> no, but like you could do like, you could do bangs that just like I feel like when people think bangs, they think like straight across. No, like, there's wispy, so many kinds of yes. There's so many other options. My sister just True. did it, and she looks good in that. Oh, so really? I think it, yeah. So I think it depends on what kind of bangs. Yeah, and what your face shape is. But I've also been, like, Googling my face shape for the last two weeks, and I have no <laughs> freaking clue. No idea. I, like, I'm, like, <laughs> tracing my face, and I'm, like, I need to know so I can get bangs. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. What is my face shape? <laughs> you should just do it. Why not? I feel like if you're thinking about it this much – you should do it. I've been thinking about it for three months now. 
oh do it then because what's the worst that can happen it's bad and it grows back like that's fine my hair grows fast yeah it started out here I know the viewer the listeners can't see but it started out like mid-neck I like really went for a bob and now it's back down to like boob length so you know I could do it I could totally do it mine's so long I haven't gotten it cut since November because that's when I got broken up with and that's when I was like I need my haircut because I need to look good because we live across the street from each other <laughs> well why is that such a thing like getting like a massive transformation oh, yeah. after you get broken up with yeah I went like super blonde but now my roots are just back and everything's orange and it's fine but Your hair is like not orange <laughs> It is. I don't see orange. She tells me this every day. So I literally would just we just hung out last week. Not orange. Not orange. I, I don't believe, see it. I believe it is orange, so <laughs> um, but yeah, no, getting your hair cut after a breakup, wow, better than sex. Amazing. And your hairdresser, you talk to her. At least my hairdresser knows like everything about me. And I was like, I just got dumped, like, hit me up with that hair dye, like, get me blonde. She's like, okay, all right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, do my hair as light as possible. Maybe I'll regret this, but I looked cute and I liked it. So I Good. recommend, I recommend that to everyone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's how you know it's, it's, it's over. Like, I think that's exactly yeah. how you know it's actually over is when you get your hair done. That's facts. True. Yeah. I feel bad for the people though, who like go extreme and then cry and then hate it and then they're broken up with and now they have ugly hair that I feel bad that's like a thing that happens also so true to anyone listening they, who's ever done that they probably deserved you. it you know they probably were the one in fault in like okay true drama. yeah you're not wrong Kenzie you have any other questions I feel like I'm all questioned um, out I don't know. I feel like every question that you said is probably is literally what I would have come up with myself. Wow. Okay. Um, I feel like that's all we have. I feel like this this yeah. was good. Thank you so much for coming and like talking. I know. About- yeah. And- I'm so glad. This was so fun. Like it's so fun to just like have girl talk about like yeah like literally anything like post breakup haircuts. Yes. Short men. <laughs> everything. I think everything is like, covered. Men. Like, Literally this everything. is your dating app guide, 2020 edition. Here you go. Yes. <laughs> we have to use that in our bio. That was good. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm here. No, I'm here I have to, to remember that. Okay, definitely <laughs> plug yourself so everyone can find you on social media and, like, look up your podcast and everything. Yeah, so my um, Instagram, my personal is Vanny Rock, if you're interested in knowing about my, my life. And then my podcast Instagram is ontherocks.pod. You can find On The Rocks anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. And that's it. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm so happy we got to meet. I hope that we can all like stay in touch. This was so much fun. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. That was Vanessa from On The Rocks. Um, You can find her podcast, like she said, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Her Instagram is at ontherocks.pod. And if you want to follow her um, personal account, it's Vanny Rocks, V-A-N-N-I-R-O-C-K-S. And we just really loved having her on our show. She was so fun. And now I feel like we have a new friend. So Ken's and I are super happy. And we hope you guys really like this episode. Um, Let us know how you think this episode went, and if you want us to do more episodes like this.
And thanks for yeah, listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Gossip Hour Podcast. Um, and keep looking out for new episodes every week. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.